Ritchie on 1FM. Imagine Johnny Walker jumping out of a cake. Get your tractors off our lawn. later. Uh, also, more on the religious flat. Uh, your greeting cards throughout the... Oh! Um, it's the Inland Revenue here. Um, I'm afraid you owe us £10,000. Yeah, who's speaking? <laughs> I'm sorry, you saw right through it. It's Armando Iannucci. Sorry? It's Armando Iannucci. I'm sure you've got the wrong number. No, it's uh, from 1FM. Armando Iannucci from Radio 1. Yes, you know, what do you want to talk about? Sir? Oh, sorry, we, uh, we just thought we'd try one of these kind of joke phone calls that they do on the radio. But, um, sorry, it doesn't seem to have worked. So, sorry. Now then, uh, do you want to take part in some of the most complicated competitions ever mounted on radio, including postal tennis, five-a-side facts, football, and shout wrestling? If you do, then send me your name, address, your fax number and your phone number, especially your fax number and your phone number, to me, Armand Inucci, Radio 1, blah, 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 Radio Times. On now, back to the final instalment of our... Sorry, penultimate instalment. 
of our saga at the flat in Halifax that houses a top Muslim, top Christian, and a top Jew, and a math student. It's 9.30, absolutely fabulous. No, yeah. no, 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 because I want to watch Commando at 9.30. That's on, very violent. That's not You're, very Christian. No, exactly. Very violent. Oh, come on. It's quite Muslim. I'm surprised you don't like it. Quite Look, why don't we tape? Yeah. Why don't we tape absolutely fabulous? Oh, what was that? What the hell? What? Oh, oh. Sam, please see what that is, will you? What a noise. Oh, oh. I don't know what that was at all. Is the telly still working? What's happened? What's happened? Oh, the bomb's gone off in the bathroom. Oh, oh no! Oh, bomb. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the, 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 the math teacher trainee's really badly hurt. Right, so absolutely fabulous. Listen, who would have put a bomb there? This is the time when when Alison's meant to be using the bathroom according to the rotor. What are you saying? I let him jump the queue. Well, it was obviously meant for me then. So, well, who'd want to see that? Well, I mean, I'm not going to put a bomb in the bathroom. For goodness' sake, I'm a Christian. I mean, Christians don't use bombs. They have no time. Well, somebody put it there. Oh yeah, like they don't in Northern Ireland, do they? That's different. One of you two planted a bomb. No, because maybe you, you might have planted it. Put Name it there. me one top Jew that's ever planted a bomb. They killed Jesus. Apart from me. Well, all right, we can watch Commando. OK, things getting very exciting there in the religious flat in uh, Halifax. Just gone 20 to 10. And uh, if you've just joined me, hello, uh, we were looking at some of the top international local news from Radio Berkshire, uh, taped off my bedroom radio cassette machine. It is now 8 o'clock or just gone. Local and national news from BBC Radio Berkshire. who's in the United States is expected to lay stress on the radical strategy for dealing with Berkshire's rubbish in a speech in New York later today. Two new composting plants are to be built to store and rot rubbish in preference to the continued use of landfilled sites. Last night, similar sentiments were expressed by President Clinton in Pittsburgh when the two leaders attended a series of public meetings to explain how the composting plants will work. Radio Berkshire there. Imagine a world full of smiles and laughs and grins. Imagine all its people skipping, shouting and bragging. That's why my wife and I are both sad to imagine your 60-year-old face now is constantly sagging. Homosexuality is a terrible sin. It's one of the worst sins that's condemned in the Holy Bible by God. And nobody ever gets away with it. Let me quote, God gave them up onto vile affections. Please note, vile affections. For even their women, lesbians, did change the natural use into that which is against nature. Note, against nature. And likewise also the men, burned in their lust. Men with men, working that which is unseemly. So note, unseemly. Receiving in themselves that recompense, note, recompense, of their error, which was meat. There we are. Typical uh, Radio 4 listener there. Odd or sod, team? Odd. Odd, I'd say. Sod. Note. Sod. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I reckon. So, uh, what, about, what about all this stuff, then, about 16-year-olds and 18-year-olds and what they're not allowed to do? Yeah, well, a lot of the argument's been about, um, when you're 16, you're confused, isn't it? And that's, that's what a lot of the argument's yeah, been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, Which is true. Well, it is true, but, you know, you're confused about a lot of things, aren't mm. you? Yeah, well, I was, for example, when I was 16, I made my A-level choices. 
and I chose uh, maths, history and physics. Mm -hmm. But then about half a term into actually doing those, I realised I'd rather do English than physics. Because when I Do was you think 16, you should have been kept in school until you're 21? Mm -hmm. I think so. Do you think 16-year-olds are generally confused about uh, everything? Or is it just about their sexuality? Yes, they get extremely confused about all kinds of things. If you yeah. just go to any town centre, for yeah. example, you, I mean, they, they are annoying. There's, I mean, they get in the way because they're not sure they're walking in one direction then they turn round, come back in another direction. You can say instantly, that's a 16-year-old. 16-year-olds in supermarkets mm. are real binder. It's a nightmare, yeah. Absolute binder, they just yeah. don't know what to buy. So yeah. I went on holiday a couple of years ago and yeah. um, I happened to wander up into the cockpit and the pilot was 16 because he was, he was actually meant to be on his way to school. Right. And he'd accidentally piloted the plane. Right. It's a bit it's stupid. Confused. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, their parents should decide whether they're going to be homosexual or not. I think that well, would be a really good idea. Well, toss a coin or something. Yeah, exactly. well, I think, but I have heard this argument. I have heard this argument that um, people say that what did, what is dangerous about 16-year-olds is that yes. they're like joyriders. This is an argument yeah. I've heard. I'm not saying it's my argument. You lower the age of consent. They'll just be like joyriders of the arse, if you'll pardon, <laughs> pardon my French. Um, that's that's what I've heard. Um, Drive around the country. Uh, yeah, it does... It and and certain then, highly desirable ones will be more broken into than others. Yeah. Uh, are we just gonna, will they are use we, these asses to break through into shop windows and steal goods? Are we going to find burnt out <laughs> no, arses ram just yeah. left behind in ditches all over the country? Are people going to find it very difficult to ensure that? Well, I, I wish I'd never started this. <laughs> Can I, uh, let's, let's, let's look at it. If that's all right, Armando, it's your show. Let's have a look at it in a different way. Um, <laughs> confusion, yeah. Isn't it yeah. true that that a lot of older people are very confused. Very, very. And, yeah. and, and, I mean, they're very confused about everything, but presumably also about sexuality? Do you think they should, old people should have their sexuality removed from them? There should be an age? upper age of consent, I think. Yeah, right. that's a very good idea. Yes. What should it be? 38. 40, I'd really. say 38. Yeah. Yes. Well, maybe it's going as far as outlawing old people. Okay, back on all that stuff a bit later, but on now to Tramp Karaoke. Uh, our programme has sponsored a tramp. We've uh, picked him up off the streets and uh, given him a creditable career in the music industry. He's been recording a number of uh, duets and trios with uh, lots of uh, top stars. Bring out a, a CD of uh, classic tramp numbers uh, next week. Uh, here's one uh, you may be familiar with. It's uh, All for Love with Sting, Brian Adams and a tramp. When it's love
Time to go over now to the 21st Van Olympics taking place in Sheffield. Uh, hundreds of vans from all around the world are uh, convening in Sheffield for these games. Over now in the main stadium is our correspondent Andy O'Hagan. Andy, how's it going on down there? Uh, hello, Armando. Yeah, well, that's it. It's over now. Probably the most exciting Van Olympics, well, certainly the most exciting ones that I've seen in 300-year uh, history. Uh, today's been absolutely tremendous, I have to say, with Britain carrying off four gold medals. Um, Clive Markle, the big van from Newcastle, set a new world record of 4.32 metres in the van jump, beating by a clear centimetre the previous figure set by the German Ford Transit, Gunter Eriksson. Uh, meanwhile, on the other events, uh, the two-van team Peter Pence and his brother Astaroff romped to victory in the Bob van and the lovely Jessica Standish, uh, an F-Bridge Chrysler four-wheel drive from Chester, she drove away with gold in the van skating after a routine which finished with her tipping forward onto a bonnet, performing an absolutely stunning triple axle and then finally flinging open her side doors to release 200 tiny men into the auditorium. That brought the house down. Really great, did. great, Andrew. And what's been a highlight for you? Well, no doubt some people would say that the most exciting event was the show jumping, in which a very small van has to complete a very, very difficult circuit strapped to the back of a horse. Uh, but for me, the most exciting event really has to be the Vanathon. I mean, let me tell you, the sight of 80 vans from all over the world struggling to complete the gruelling 26-mile drive from Rotherham to Sheffield in shorts. And let me tell you something, it's not warm at the moment. Is something That is something that's going to stay with me for a long, long time. Uh, unfortunately, our own Nigel Wright, the perky fiesta from Penrith, had to retire early after he got a family clogged in his grill. That was a bit of a shame, but still, that was the one for me, I have to say. Thanks very much, Andy, and uh, don't go driving into any walls. And, uh, well, we're uh, listening to three men singing together. It's about time we went back to the subject of gay sex. So everyone around here, uh, open your mouths, what do you have to say? How are they going to go about explaining the new law to kids? Because the government are really into these kind of trendy leaflets now, mm. aren't they? Kind of explaining the whole AIDS mm. issue and, and kind of the language that kids will understand. Yeah, they're going to, uh, apparently they're going to use John Inman in a, in a campaign. He's going to go around to each school. Yeah. You know, pretty much like a policeman comes around to your school. Yeah. And explains about the police. Right. John Inman's going to come around and explain about gayness in right. schools. 16, 18. And he's going to explain the language. Right. The basic it, and they've got these great leaflets showing, um, like, John Inman, it's photographs of John yes. with in doing various acts, yeah. and yes. there's a t big tick across the photo you mm. can do. I mean, you can still see them. And a big cross across the photos of what you can't do. Mm. Right. The mm. and, and what's safe and what's not safe. Mm. They can use that I'm free mm. thing as you well, because, Dave you know, the hook. Yeah. John Inman was in prison <laughs> for having sex with an 18-year-old man. And now he's But free. now it's legal, so it's I'm free. Because I've been released from prison. Because it's now legal to do what I did. No, he hasn't been so in prison. He, just no, he hasn't had any work. <laughs> <laughs> and he is what, indeed and I'm free. free. I will work. provide that my might service be free to work. That's his agent's yes. catchphrase. Yeah. John Inman, though, obviously can't do all the schools. So they, they get people yeah. to dress up in... No, he is. Big, John Inman John costumes. Inman costumes. Yeah. Big, six, yeah. ten-foot-tall John Well, no, Inman schools costumes. are being issued with John Inman kits. 
<laughs> that can turn a teacher into John Inman. <laughs> Basically, it's a, it's it a great it. wig, and it's a suit that is similar to the one he used the to wear. Now you an instruction leaflet on how to be John Inman. <laughs> <laughs> there are safety pins in the shoes yeah. pointing upwards, which help with the walk. Mm. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, so um, and a roll of lino to help you, so that you can sort of put your arm around the yeah. roll of lino and then take the roll of lino away, and yeah. your arms and your arms right. in that position. And Excellent. a small hammer. I don't know if you saw uh, Misery, the film Misery, right. the week when Kathy Bates hammered. She does. She, yeah. she hobbles. Hobbles. Um, yeah. Uh, James Carn. James Carn. Never worked together. It's a special but. hammer that you hit your hand with that breaks your wrist, right? So that you automatically, you know, you don't even have to think about having. And there's also a pound of mints there as well, <laughs> isn't there? <laughs> there's a pound of mints and. Don't know um, what that's there for. Sugden, Molly Sugden was actually a man dressed as a woman. Oh, yeah, everyone knows that. Though. So, they, that's another confusion. Lance Percival was actually a little child. Kid Jensen was, that's why he's called Kid, but that's it was right. an ironic reference. He, he, he was when he, in the first few years of his life, but then uh, he grew up. <laughs> boy, On the other boy hand, George is a boy. Emperor Roscoe is actually an emperor. <laughs> it's true. Duke Ellington. And, and Martin Luther King was actually crowned king of... Martin Luther. And how about Marmaduke Hussey? <laughs> <laughs> Brazen Hussey. To his friends. Mm -hmm. Hence the stick. <laughs> and the funny walk. The funny walk. Now, is there, uh, just before we start, is there anyone else we haven't insulted? Now then, this music. Every time we hear this music, uh, we know it's time for one of your fights. Uh, in The Fight of My Life, a selection of the best fights uh, from my Radio 1 listeners, and it's a good one this week. Dear Armando, my fight took place on board an ocean liner. My husband and I were celebrating our 30th wedding anniversary with a cruise round the Azores, and one afternoon, while bossing over my husband was asleep, I was up on deck for my usual reminder of the sky. It was there that I was casually interfered with by one of the passing crew, a young Portuguese sailor called Patrick. I thought nothing of the interference and turned to move on, when suddenly Patrick said to me, Do you want a fight? I didn't know how to respond at first, but very soon agreed, and quickly went to stretch his cheeks apart with my fingers. However, Patrick easily intercepted the manoeuvre with an arm flick that neatly trapped both my hands in a clever vice of pain. Three of my fingers cracked under the pressure, but I became all the more hungry for a fresh attack. I immediately lunged at Patrick with a small conch shell I had bought that morning from a trinket carnival, aiming for his leftmost eye. The aim was sure, and the conch hit home. I had drawn first blood, but had unwittingly left my underbody, skirts and legs vulnerable to seizure. Patrick bloodily slumped forward and pinned both limbs to the deck with a nearby plank and quickly punched me repeatedly again and again in the small of the back, pausing only to rasp the abrasions across a stretch of now red deck cord. We wrestled for nearly four hours and I returned to Bossanova's room that night a bloodied but a better woman. I'd never spoken to my husband about my fight and I've only met Patrick once more when, three months ago, we bumped into each other in Eddie Izzard's garden. I've never forgotten him, and I would like him to know how much I miss him and his eight hitting knuckles and one retching head. Yours, Mrs. Mary Whiteley, Bournemouth.
Michael Stipe, lead singer of R.E.M., recently followed a lamb for over 40 miles. R.E.M.'s drummer was born in the shape of a one-pound coin. Now it's time to sing along. Amanda Yanucci on 1FM, the voice of reason, but from a collapsed lung. And time now to go back to our flat in Halifax to see how things are getting on in our living religious soap. Well, as top Christian, uh, I'd like to say that um, it's been an interesting experiment, but I think uh, the main thing I, I can take from this is that uh, my previous Christian beliefs, which preached tolerance... Uh, and acceptance of other people's religions, they were basically wrong. As top Jew, I feel what I have learnt is very much like what you as top Christian, and I'm sure as top Muslim, we can all come together on this one thing, that, that tolerance um, is not a good thing, really. Judaism is right, and the other religions stink. I think it's Muslim that's right, though. What a surprise. Bit of a shame about the maths teacher trainee, of course. He, he passed away on Thursday. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, do you remember that? Mm. After being blown up in the bathroom. This experiment has got another 51 weeks uh, to run, but we've had one week, and I think what we all feel now, one thing we do all agree on is that it would be much better if, if we, to get on well, if we live separately. Mm, separate, separate flats, I would say, completely separate. Not yeah, just not just, it hasn't helped. Mark <clears throat> died, we each had a room each, didn't just work. didn't help. I think separate flats in probably separate countries. Yeah. And can right. I just say something in closing? Is that you still owe 12 pence for the cheese? Well, there you go. All major religions can only work together by living apart. Gerald Lee, our uh, resident critic. Yeah, well, uh, my, my critic's choice of the week has got to be absolutely fabulous, which is literally absolutely fabulous. It's marvellous. Brilliant storylines, this second series. How, yeah, how do yeah. you rate it over the first series? Well, I hated the first series. Awful, terrible, rubbish. But uh, they really picked it up and... Uh, you know, I think they've cut down on the budget or something, you know, and concentrated on getting top-class jokes out. Marvellous. Yeah. Followed by Ben Elton as well, which, again, you know, he's the funniest man on the telly. He is, actually. He's very good, isn't he? Coming up with so much new sort of ideas. What was he talking about this week? Was uh, it, uh... I think it was toilets and feminism. Oh, really? What yeah. did he have to say about those? Because I, I just saw it two weeks ago when he was talking about bottoms. It was similar, but different. Because it was poo, I think, this week, and it was weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, he's very good. <laughs> Thanks very much, Joe. Thank you. Amanda Yanucci on 1FM. Wicked, but not wicked enough to merit criminal investigation. <laughs> right, and we're out of time. I'm just going to play us out with uh, the master mega mixer, uh, Anthony Dugdale, who's with me here. Hi, hi. You're joined by all the consoles and the mixings and samples here. What are you going to play for us uh, tonight? Uh, I've got a nice little two unlimited for you. I'm going to mix in over the mega mixer, 12 ply, double track, and uh, I think you quite enjoy the thunder drive as well. Okay. Okay, and what is it? Let the beat control your body. 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 
Let the beat control your body. Let the beat control your body. Thank you, David Schneider, Rebecca Front, Peter Bainham, Richard Herring, and a tramp. Let the beat control your body. 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 Thank you, Andy Dogdale on the console. Thank you. No time for the topical skating routine. Control your body. I'll be back at the same time next week when I'll just be finishing my show. Send faxes and phone numbers to me, Armando Inucci, at the Radio 1 address for the biggest competition ever next week. Time to move your feet, get on, y'all. Matt Radcliffe coming up soon. You can't get this in the shops. It's ten o'clock. Tell your body.